0: Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation, second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett. And the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett.
1: You know, every once in a while, we need to ask
0: ourselves,
1: why am I here? Why did God place me on this planet at this time in human history Some people ask that question a lot because they really aren't very sure, and they think that maybe life would be a whole lot more fulfilling if they knew why they're here. In my own personal experience, knowing why I'm here makes all the difference in the world. And as a pastor for many years, the people I have known who are the most excited about life and are the most fulfilled are those who have a pretty good idea as to why they're here. So, listener, how about you? Do you have an idea as to why God has you here now at this time? If you do, you'll be able to relate to our discussion today, and you'll find yourself nodding and saying, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But if you're not so sure what God might have in mind for you, you're going to want to stay tuned. Our guest today is going to tell about his journey and how his life got clarified and fulfilling when he heard God's calling well into the second half of his life. So we will discuss how you can find and fulfill what God has in mind for you. The title of today's show is, God is Calling, Will You Answer? You are listening to Second Half Now, a radio show, podcast, and live events uniquely designed for the age 50-plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in that second half of life. So I want to welcome you to the discussion, ask you to pull up a chair, invite you to join us at the table. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and our mission is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. I'm so happy to introduce in studio today we have Doug Hoffman. just want to say a little bit about him, and then we're going to get rolling. Doug is the former president and CEO of Wilco Farm Stores. You might know them if you live up and down the Willamette Valley here in Oregon. Uh, under his leadership, the company grew from 175 employees to over 900, something going on there. And they grew from eight locations to 26. And as I look at some of the things that have happened under Doug's leadership, I say there is a guy who knows what he's doing and can work with people and uh, and build something of significance. So now Doug, retired from that career, he is the executive director of Mercy, Inc., a global organization dedicated to meeting human needs and building Relationships of Compassion and Trust, Creating Healthy and Thriving Communities Mentally, Physically, and Spiritually. Again, the title of today's show is God is Calling. Will you answer? So, Doug, thank you so much for coming in today, and welcome
2: to Second F Now. Thank you, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here today.
1: And I'm so pleased because I got onto your schedule somehow. You jet all over the world, and you do this great stuff. We're going to get into that. But I, I would like to start by just asking you, because when when God calls a person, it's a serious thing and requires a response. So tell us your story.
2: Yeah, so my, my story really uh, begins clear back in, in my early 20s uh, when I accepted Christ. And I accepted Christ in in a, in a profound way, and God spoke to me then and said, "I love you." And then, really, in 2000, you know, life went on, and things are good, some things are bad, you know, all good things there. But led a good life, and was in church, a lot of good churches, and I was all about, you know, learning. And oftentimes, we'd have missionaries in our home. Oftentimes, we would hear their stories, and I'd say, "No, Lord, I, I'm not interested in, in going. I'm willing to give, but I'm not interested mm-hmm. in going." And finally, my daughter uh, uh, convinced me we should go to Mozambique to visit some friends, some missionary friends in Mozambique in 2006. In 2006, then, happened to be off, off base uh, that day and was not feeling good. And so I stayed home from the rest of the team and just had a real quiet time with God. And it was a real meaningful time. And God spoke to me in a profound way. And God says, Doug, I, I want you to follow me. Mm-hmm. I want you to be boots on the ground in Africa. And I said, Lord, I'm willing to be your servant. You have to equip me. And, and so, so did you
0: say
1: like uh, yeah I'm willing to serve you but Africa mm, yeah, not so sure about that Did you have any reluctance? I about had that? no
2: reluctance at all, Dan. Really? I, I absolutely did not because I trusted God completely, 100. Yeah. And wherever that meant it needed to be, that was good. Something happened between
1: when you were uh, listening to the missionaries in your home and you said yeah no not so much and then now you hear this call and you say I'm I'm willing.
2: Yes, and and I think that the part that happened was the the understanding that that we have to do more than just take it in and more than just trust God and accept mm-hmm. God as our personal Savior, we've got to do more than that. We need yeah. to be the hands and feet of Jesus and, and reach out and make a difference in mm-hmm. the world. God's called us, he says as, as uh, that we need to go, and go might mean next door, mm-hmm. might mean around the world, and I was prepared to do whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife wasn't quite ready to do that, though, because the second part of the story to this here is is when, when my wife got back and the team came back, and I said, look, I said, Jan, we're ready to go. I'm ready to go to the mission field. We're coming back to Africa. And Jan just very quickly said, God didn't call me. And so we actually went through some, some marriage counseling even because I was ready to go and she wasn't. That was and
1: frustrating I, I, for you because you like extremely frustrating. frustrating. At the bit, you know, yeah. as a horse, you know, just ready to go.
2: And, and, and the Lord and his wisdom says, no, with good counsel, says, you know, God will call both of you if you're mm. a couple. You're going to be called both of you to the mission field. And what really what God was doing and and was, and what Jan had the wisdom to know was, I wasn't ready yet. Okay. I needed more time. I needed to develop my skills more. Mm-hmm. I was the president and CEO of Wilco at the time, and I watched and from 2006 forward as I got involved in missions. A lot of it was in Africa. A lot of it was around agriculture, my field, mm-hmm. around uh, development of leaders. And and as we did that, uh, in particular, the Lord continued to bless my company, Wilco, at that point in time, because each time, even after a number of trips, the the, the employees would say, "When are you taking your next trip, Doug?" And I go, "Why is that?" Yeah, why? And and they said, "Because you're a different person when you come back." Yeah, I was a softer person. Yeah, I was I was more focused mm-hmm. on what I needed to do, but I also enabled other people to do more. They and liked
1: you more when you. And what I'm what I'm hearing there is a challenge, but also a warning. So if you're stuck in the mud and if you don't want to change, if you're resisting, you got your you know heels in the ground, uh, then that's a warning because a warning. Uh, whether it's the mission field in Africa or in Gresham or you know in wherever sure. it might be, it will change you. It will change right. So and I know a lot of people are are ready for that. They want that. As I said I I'm tired of living the way kind of pointless, useless, right. or kind of going in circles. And when we get to you know our age. We're both seventy-ish, you know, right? Close. And we're, <laughs> and uh, and we start looking around and say. if I had guest a couple of weeks ago that uh, was reminded of that old uh, song. I forget who it was that sang it. Is that all there is? all there is. We right. get restless and yeah. we want to make a difference. And yeah. we start saying, "I don't have a whole lot of time left." Yeah. You know what am I going to do with it? Yeah. So I want to be different. So that's I guess that's my main challenge and and invitation to the listener is uh, if you're absolutely stuck and you don't want to change a bit, well then forget it. Just turn it off right now. But if you're open and you don't have to be eager and willing and standing on the front porch with your suitcase... But if you're open to being changed, That's and right. what I like about what you're saying, Doug, is your people liked that Doug uh, better when, when you came back. They love said,
2: that Doug a lot more yes. than, than the previous one. And yes. there was a dramatic difference between yeah. the, the two, the two Dougs.
1: Yeah, and God bless that.
2: And he did. And
1: with the growth of the company. That's right. And your personal individual and, growth, and, too. And, so.
2: and, and one of the things would be sure. is I knew also when it was time to take another trip, and I usually took one once a year or sometimes a little bit longer, but I needed that time with God.
1: Mm, yeah.
2: And you might say, well, we all have 24 hours in a day. We have plenty of time. We should be able to do that here. Mm-hmm. And we can if we're disciplined to do it. Right. For me, I needed that distinct time away from all the hub- hubbubs, the mm-hmm. cell phones, all those kind of things so God could speak to me. Yeah. And, I could, and I would be willing to listen. Now,
1: you told me that you actually heard a voice. You, you heard God's audible voice am i getting ahead of the story here or no, no okay
2: no i did uh, uh my wife and i last year took a trip to israel mm-hmm. and we had the privilege of doing that with our church and and first couple days there i was being a good tourist taking all kinds of pictures and, mm-hmm. and i said lord that's not why i came i yeah. came to walk where you walk mm-hmm. where your disciples walk yeah. where you taught them so the next day uh, that was the night before the next day we went out on the on the sea of galilee beautiful mm-hmm. setting yeah Crystal, clear. No storm and no walking no storm, on water. No, no, but we're out on yeah. a boat. And I said, Lord, it would be really nice if, if you kind of walk on the water for me, half joking. Yeah, Maybe right. have Peter walk on the water and those type of things. Right. And all of a sudden, i seen thousands of faces coming at me, thousands of faces of mm-hmm. people around the world and people that were unsaved, mm-hmm. people that needed, uh, that needed compassion. Yeah. And the Lord said, Peter, that's my middle name, said, Peter, do you love me? Passage back in jail. just like the
1: apostle, just Peter, like the apostle yeah. Peter
2: uh, was there, and, and I go, whoa, th- what's this all about? Yeah, and I didn't say anything, and then he says, Peter Douglas, do you love me? And I said, Lord, and it was very clear, it was very audible, Lord, I, I want to serve you, and I, I and I will, and I love you, but Lord, you you've given me a huge task here with Mercy Inc., and you've given me uh, a task around the world, and I don't have all the resources, I don't have all the needs. And I don't have a skill set, Lord. And, and, he, and he very clearly said, Peter Douglas, let me worry about those details. Mm. Let me worry about those resources. Yeah. You just follow me. Yeah. You love me and follow me. And it was a tremendous experience because it gave the confirmation that what I'm doing with Mercy, Inc. is the right thing to do.
1: Yeah. So when you got off the boat, you were a whole different Doug than when you got on the boat because of that encounter.
2: Yes, because I had that confirmation. Before yes. then, I was a little bit nervous. Okay, yeah. might have at the right spot, but yeah. it was the right thing to do. So
1: you've said that timing is important, and uh, I was curious about your wife's response, and is there anything you want to add to that? Because it was her kind of putting on the brakes that maybe frustrated you, but, uh, but it was actually God's uh, slowing you down so that he can shape and prepare and mold you better for the service that he was going to call you to.
2: Definitely, because yeah. uh, Jan's kind of slowing me down a little bit, and she's a wonderful woman of God, tremendous prayer warrior. Uh, but she was also reminding me that you know we've got a family, we got all these other things going on, right? And so that allowed me time to train, allowed me time to develop yeah. develop my leadership skills, network, meet people, mm-hmm. and, and all the way through it, you could see God working. Yeah. And again, He confirmed that as we went along by growing the company.
1: So uh, there's a couple things I want to insert here. Number one is a man who gets a call is frustrated about anything that gets in the way, right? <clears throat> we just want to move move forward. And so there's something instructive about what you're saying about your wife was able to lovingly, I assume. Lovingly, uh, very lovingly. Yeah, to say, so I'm not quite ready yet or don't have no. that same call yet. So there are people listening who might be afraid or might be reluctant even to be open to hearing a call but let alone you know responding to it and doing something about it so i'd like you to talk about that subject but to that person who is reluctant or afraid to hear god's voice and to take that step right after we get back
0: do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home how do you know when it's time to get some assistance and what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland? Then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November 1st, 2018. Selling for 2 dollars with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years' experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 247 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. 24-7 Properties. It's not just your house, it's your home.
1: So we are back and I want to give a big thank you to those sponsors that you just heard about. These are my friends. These are people that believe in what we're doing and they provide this for For our listeners around the clock and around the world, we don't sell anything uh, on this show, and we don't ask for donations, and our sponsors actually make it possible for us to do these. Uh, Like we're in studio right now with Doug Hoffman, and uh, to get this out, to pay the studio time and everything else, that's what our sponsors do. So thank you uh, to those. I want to also add uh, to those, I'm going to add Jackie B. Peterson. She has a service called Better, Smarter, Richer, And her tagline is, do what you love and earn an income doing it. She particularly focuses on people in the second half of life. And then so we also want to mention Bob Lum and uh, integrity and service for all your insurance needs. I know Bob. He's my insurance guy, and I highly recommend him. And then we have Jay Tompkins, uh, products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness, another uh, area of consideration for us in the second half of life. So we are in the studio with Doug Hoffman, and I mentioned uh, that he had a very successful career with uh, Wilco Farm Stores. Am I saying that exactly right? Yes. Close enough? That works. And we're digging into the matter of changes in our lives in the second half and uh, how we can hear God's voice. And so the title for today's show is God is Calling Will you answer? So, Doug, uh, before the break, I brought out this question about seeing if you could say something to a person that is reluctant or just flat-out afraid. You know, maybe they're in the comfort zone and they don't want to disrupt that, but they're kind of feeling like maybe there's something more to life. Right. What would you say to that person?
2: So, so what I'd say to him, and I've said it to many people uh, in one-on-one discussions and in large group, but is spend time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Spend time in prayer. Spend time asking him and then listen don't do all the talking right but listen to what the lord is trying to say that you should do i'll give a couple examples there i've got a young man i met with for a number of years uh one-on-one and he was working through things in life uh, and then we started talking about him going to haiti mm-hmm. uh in particular and and working alongside pastors there in haiti this young man now is over there he's he's leading uh, he, he does a state stateside he, goes over there three times a year, and spends time mentoring pastors uh, in and around how they do evangelism, in particular, reaching the people of Haley. Yeah, Another young, another but older before, man...
1: Before you leave that guy, when you first started talking with him about that, would you say that he was reluctant or afraid or not so sure? And
2: Yeah, he was totally afraid and said, hey, I have no abilities. I can't mm-hmm. do any of this. Yeah. So I connected him up with some other people who are doing that particular type of venture, and he realized, well, you know, it, it isn't us as humans doing it. Mm. It's God doing it through yeah, us. Yeah. And are we willing to yield to let God do it through us? Willing to yield. Yeah, and, there you go, and, and he does. He does that tremendously. Yeah. Got another um, retired gentleman that heard our message, what we're doing with water, in particular water mm-hmm. in Africa. Big kept, issue, big problem. Big problem, yeah. clean water. There's plenty yeah. of water in Africa, right. by the way, but there's not clean. People even are dying for the, the water, yeah. And uh, the Lord laid down his heart that, that he needed to do something with it. He needed to make a difference in his life. So he came up to me, and, and, uh, and we've been friends for years, but he says, you know, can I go on one of your trips with you? Mm. You know, is there something I can do with water? And he, uh, I said, yeah. I said, tremendously. You come along. I'm, I'm going in January. Let's, let's go. And, and in between, really, we had that discussion about May and January, he started researching out what's the best way, the economical way, to create clean water in Africa in a small way. So now he is, he's going back in, in uh, May, to do another demonstration, and set up how to make clean water. Tremendous! Just is that the well? The, these would not or be is wells. Something else? These would okay. not be wells. These would be in particular using a charcoal filter, okay, sand filter, something very easily could be created in each home, and it's taking literally stream water, yeah. dirty stream water. I mean, yeah. gray stream water. Yeah, and turning it into clean, drinkable, safe water. Wow. With a and filter
1: in the home. In the home. That's powerful. And it's
2: one that any African, any, anybody around the world could make.
1: Wow. And that saves lives. It saves lives. Because there's a lot of waterborne illnesses that people die of, right? Tremendous I mean, amount uh, of
2: them. Yeah. And, and uh, I know everybody likes to drink cream and whatnot in their coffee. But think about that. It's not cream. Think about that. It's dirt. Oh. And oh, it's yeah. other germs. Yeah. And that's what they're drinking all the time. Yeah. And, and so it's not healthy for them. Yeah. It's just not healthy. And so it saves lives.
1: So that guy, you helped him, kind of handheld yep. a little bit, and got him to just across that bridge. And now he's pretty excited doing what he's doing. He's very like.
2: excited doing yeah. it. Uh, he's he's actually working with us within Mercy, uh, yeah, uh, as a volunteer, yeah, working through that aspect. And and it's really exciting to see him because he went from what purpose do I serve? Yes, I want to do more for the Lord. What purpose do I serve? And he was a he was a maintenance. Uh, supervisor in particular, so you know he, he had certain skills, and God took those skills and said, "I want you to do water. I'm a vehicle to help them through mercy, to help them connect up, but okay. just going on the trip." And uh, but God did the whole thing; it was just tremendous. I so see him excited.
1: What I want to have you make a point here is that we don't want to just uh, do things like that just so people can live or live longer. There's a purpose. There's a so that in there, right? Mm-hmm. Along with your mission uh, with with Ministry Inc so um there's a village that has this water technology and so now you have people living longer how does how does the rest of mercy's mission come into that so we have a purpose for the whole water project
2: right thanks dan for that lead in there really as we look at it we have a project called shalom africa Hmm. in particular shalom africa is is about making a difference a transformation in people's in the villages yeah in and around their mind, their body, and their spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's a literacy, it's, it's, it's ag, it's water, uh, changing things in their culture there, and then bringing a spiritual aspect. Because yeah. without, well, I've seen it many, many times in, in many places around the world, you can do the mind and you can do the body, <clears throat> but if you don't have the spirit, you don't have real true transformation, yeah. and they don't change. Mm-hmm. You need to bring Christ right. to them. And and that's the important aspect. So one of the aspects we're doing with Shalom Africa is working, in particular, in strong Muslim areas. Uh, And we can do that with the mind and body uh, approach and education, uh, and then we can bring the spiritual aspect because we create relationships. Clean water is part of that.
1: Yes, that's how you earn the right. You earn the right. Build that relational connection. So, Doug, we're about out of time, but I want to ask you, Here, you had this successful career with WinCo, and you could have either continued with them or just you know hit the chaise lounge and the golf course and just take it easy but no you had a different calling and uh, so tell us what it means to you personally to be engaged in such a way, because you heard the call and you are still responding to it.
2: Yes, and I need to clarify, too, my wife is very much on board now. Earlier she was reluctant. Yeah. So my wife and I really accepted this call to lead uh, Mercy, Inc., upon my retirement from Wilco. And with that, I'm, I'm doing a lot of travel and just loving it. The the, the peace with which comes as I'm doing this work, the, the joy that I see in helping people around the world, and also, the, the, there is a huge amount of a load, a huge load on you when you see what more you can do. And yeah i got to continually give that to the Lord every time I come back from a trip because it's overwhelming for a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we trust God, and he just blesses it, he gives us the peace, uh, the huge enjoyment. I mean, I love my 43-year cooperative career, but I'm really loving retirement mm-hmm. because I'm doing it with it purpose. Yes. And I'm giving the glory to God through it all. And that's the beautiful part about it. It's, it's not about Doug Hoffman. It's about bringing glory to God. And, and I'm seeing it in a daily basis there. And I've seen it in my family. I'm seeing it with my marriage.
1: I have a feeling, Doug, when it's all said and done and you're standing at the throne of glory,
2: that God will say to
1: you, well done, my good and faithful servant is never what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. And so it's all a matter of whatever the call might be, but it's being open and willing and maybe not even eager and excited at first but willing just to be, you know, to get that call. That's right. Yeah. And so I know that there are a lot of ways that people can participate with mercy and uh, maybe we can talk about those for the last few seconds that we have here. So different ways to participate or to inquire. Yes. What they could do.
2: So with with Mercy, we do have a website, and you can go to Dan's uh, uh, website to find that connection there. Uh, We're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for people who are willing to to come alongside us and and work with us on the compassion and Mm. and ministry. We're looking for people who have a desire to serve. I'd love to get in conversations with people about what is your skill set? What's the Lord saying that you should be doing? And we can connect up. We can network. Mercy is really about networking different organizations, different people together. We're here to help. So reach out to me,
1: please. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. We are done. Unfortunately, the guy on the other side of the glass is holding up these time things. <laughs> it's time to wind down. Uh, Doug Hoffman with Mercy, Inc., thank you so much for coming in today.
2: Thank you, Dan. Yes. The opportunity. It's been
1: a real blessing. So, listener, uh, you can get to Doug by going to our website, secondhalfnow.com. Hit the uh, contact uh, button and uh, just tell us what you're interested in questions that you have or you just want to get in touch with Doug. He also makes presentations and speaks and visits with pastors and others around, so he's pretty busy state site in addition to jetting around the world. So go to secondhalfnow.com and let me know, and we'll make that connection. So if you have any suggestions for other guests or topics, uh, you can use the same thing. So we're checking out. Today's um, topic was God is Calling. Will you? Answer. And I guess I would add to that, will you even be available or be open? And just even before you answer, yep. you kind of have to kind of get into yep. a, a a mindset or a spiritual readiness sort of yep. a thing. So I like your suggestion of prayer. Just start yep. there and say, God, I'm available, whatever you want me to do. So I want to thank you for listening today. This is Second Half Now. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. Join us at the table again. Find all of our shows on our website,
0: secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for 2nd halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action, step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.